You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. Technology and Society with Aki Anastasio. This feature is sponsored by Altron Technology Partners in your digital transformation journey. For more information, visit altron.com. Altron, there when it matters. How's it, Aki? Hello, Yubi. Have a good weekend. I did actually try to relax a little bit and just uh, take it easy. Oh. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. You're, Good looking, to see you. you're looking fresh and clean. I, know, I don't feel fresh. I bet you normally don't. <laughs> no, I'm actually exhausted this Monday. Actually, sure, funny yeah. enough, I think last week was a very traumatic week for all of us. Yeah, um, and, and I think it'll just take, yeah, mm. I think it'll take a bit of time for us to get back mm. into normal. But the rains were lovely. Mm. But you're a consummate professional. I could hear you were exhausted earlier when you were doing the crossing of um, that light plane crash. But yeah. the show must go on. And, exactly. Um, Unfortunately, the capitalists need you and I to be back at work. Exactly. No, we love being at work oh, yes. in case our bosses are Hi, listening. good morning. <laughs> good morning, Omar. <laughs> We've got two excellent stories. Over to you as the expert, AI linked to two developments. Yeah, well, firstly, it's lightning. And as you know, like last year, one of our colleagues was struck by lightning and mm. killed, you know. So mm. what they've been doing in Switzerland, which is amazing research, uh, the Electromagnetic Compatibility Laboratory, I mean... Imagine telling people you work at the I work at the ECL in <laughs> Switzerland. Um, they've been like analyzing and using artificial intelligence to tr- predict when lightning is going to strike. And the, the database that they use, they use the parameters like atmospheric pressure, air temperature, relative humidity, and wind speed. They've been analyzing this stuff for the last 10 years um, in various parts, across various parts of um, Switzerland through mm. different weather stations in both urban and mountainous regions. And they referenced the these reference points uh, with lightning detection and different location systems and they had recordings as well to you know look at the intensity of the lightning the AI algorithm then looked through all of this data of 10 years analyzed this and they now can they now have a system that can predict 80% accuracy where lightning will strike in within the within 30 minutes and within a, a 30 kilometer radius so you can start sending those SMSs wow. if an area is prone to lightning Imagine a community knows that in 30 minutes there will be lightning strike somewhere within our community and you can go to the relevant safe areas. That is amazing. So that's where that technology is, is driving and AI is amazing. The second story we've got is about cervical cancer in, in mm. India in particular. And I mean, you know how many people live in India, over a billion people there and doctors under a huge amount of strain. One of the biggest uh, killers is cervical cancer amongst women. Mm. It kills around 67,000 women every single year. 25% of these deaths uh, worldwide uh, you know, 25% of these 260,000 deaths. Yeah. yeah, it's massive. Cervical cancer is really massive. And the problem is that the healthcare system is so much under strain because you've got the cytopathologists mm. and they use this methodology to analyze the data. When you go for a pap smear, they analyze the data and then they can say, well, you know, they send, mm. the, they send the data off to histopathologists as well mm. who both work together to diagnose, you know, the threat of, of, of this cancer. Now, in India, for example, the one company that does this analysis analyzes 100,000 pap smears every single year. Uh, 98% of these, of these samples that they take from women are 
you know, clear, but there's the 2% that have that link to the cervical cancer. Mm. And the big strain there is how do you analyze so much data? And, you know, you've got minimal resources, minimal doctors and professionals doing this. So what they did, they took a whole lot of data and, in fact, 500,000 samples, and they looked at how the different uh, histopathologists and cytopathologists analyzed this, and they added their different markers. They then put AI in, and typically now it's sped up the whole process. So Mm. now you can take the sample, put it into the system and what it normally would take eight hours to analyze and work out that you know the accuracy of whether you're going to have this cancer or not, down to two hours. So they brought the time down from eight hours to two hours. Can you imagine and how much more women can go through the process? More women can well. go through the process. It's a lot more accurate and it takes a lot of pressure off these healthcare professionals. I think that's absolutely absolutely amazing. Both yeah. of those stories. The other really awesome thing about technology these technological transfers happen more quickly now than 50 years ago. The lightning story, I think about regions like KZN, yes. how what you could do with that kind of um, technology. And, of course, the same year with us with early detection, we know so critical to cervical 100%. cancer. 100%. Really, really, really amazing. Do you check how many likes you get whenever you I, post a picture? I, I know Laura I does. Oh, there she is. I couldn't care. I couldn't care less about that. <laughs> on but, Instagram, but people take it so seriously, and Instagram are acknowledging that it actually puts a lot of stress and pressure on people, especially one hundred likes. Yes, influencers. You know how many likes you have. You keep checking it back. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's it's a big thing because I mean this is what's driving the world. I mean the poor Kardashians. I mean look, they work in the millions, <laughs> not the hundreds of thousands, like other people, but. But um, Instagram are doing some very interesting things, and they they they've rolled this out in the U.S. as well. But and they been, finally, because this is not this yes. has been in the pipeline for a while, right? They've Tell been, people what what exactly. Well, they've been about. testing it in Canada, Ireland, Italy, Japan, Brazil, Australia, New Zealand, and what it is is taking it, off the the likes. E, well, yes, they're taking the off that is. like button, yeah. so you can't see, and and it it forces you not to keep going back to check in and out again. But it's just it's this thing of validation, right? Mm. To know that hey, I've just got these likes, and um, users won't be able to see how many likes they've received but their followers uh, won't know the count either and it's it's becoming it's going to become more difficult to compare that whether your your post of a of a cute dog for example is getting more traction than your friend's post of their cat okay i was confused just about one thing in terms of what they're testing yes. for you so if you follow me you won't know how many times something that i've posted have been liked well i see the count so well, no one yeah, see the count. Yes and that no. was unclear to me. Yeah, y- yes and no. Um, some people will be able to see it. You won't be able to see it. Uh, so you'll have to get another. I think they'll bypass this eventually and get another account to see how many likes that got. You know. So, but but I think that Instagram are going to circumvent that as well. And this is the um, the mm-hmm. head of Instagram, um, Adam Mosseri, was talking at a conference just over the weekend about exactly what they're going to do. Okay. It's still a very it's still a trial. Um, but I think that they really need to look at the anxiety that people suffer. Mm. Uh, when they're posting on Instagram, and I think social media in general. Here's uh, the head of Instagram, Adam Mosseri, talking. What we're hoping to do is depressurize Instagram a little bit and make it a bit less of a competition. We're really focused on young people and well-being broadly, and we think that if you can make like, if we can make like counts private, it might actually allow people to focus a little bit more on connecting with the people that they care about. We've been testing this in a number of countries around the world, and we're going to start testing with a small percentage of people here in the U.S., hopefully next week. So you'll be able to see how many likes your own photo gets, but not how many likes other people's photos got. And the idea is to try and reduce anxiety and social comparisons, but specifically with an eye towards young people. 
So okay. I can see mine, but I can't see yours. Mm. So it, mm. it takes the anxiety. I, I guess they've worked out that if if I don't know what the other person's doing, it's going to put me less under pressure. Mm. It's it's kind of interesting. I mean, I'm listening to him there. And that's that's not a bad effort, but you've got to wonder in terms of the sociology of technology. Yes. Whether it's too late, whether the tide has already turned too much. You know what I mean? Everything about modernity has been about digital validation. No, 100%. To roll that back will take enormous effort. Not that we shouldn't try because the psychosocial pressure, not just on millennials, but also us as adults, and Mm -hmm. it gets worse. You're talking about influencers. You can monetize that thing. You grok up. I mean, I once had a meeting with, I'll tell you offline, who actually years ago, someone who's now a colleague of ours, and one of the first questions they asked me when I was pitching a show to them was, uh, how many Instagram followers do you have? Wow. Right? So, so... When it is linked to commerce as well, that exactly. adds to the to the pressure. But also, you know, it's a screen time as well. They, they're picking up this information from screen time because people don't want to be have that FOMO and that exclusion. Mm. They keep checking in on Facebook, what's going on. So screen time is just climbing up and down. So we're just literally staring at these screens all the time. Mm. Um, and that's a big problem. Mm. Now... Have a lovely day. <laughs> I want to know. I want to know who this colleague was. I'll tell you offline. Have a beautiful week, Aki. I like that.